coming of age. The podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and Sean M. Craig. Thank you for joining us. You are tuned in to episode 166, Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. It is brought to you by two guys who have never met in real life. I'm one of those individuals. My name is Colin Flynn. I live in Iowa, and my co-host... John? John and Craig. Why why am I... I sound... Can you hear me okay? I hear you. A little muffly, I think. Muffly? It's kind of muffly. Uh, you know, I haven't been home in like two weeks. And uh, my daughter, Kylie, my 15-year-old daughter, Kylie, uh, she comes up into the pool house and uses my computer. Mm-hmm. And she's even used the microphone to record her French podcast. I think I told you about this. French that, podcast? No, I don't I don't remember this. Okay, so uh, it's an assignment that uh, her French teacher has assigned. They're using... Um, the Spotify owned anchor yes to record so she sent me the link uh, you know there were a couple of tests and then uh, those were done on a Chromebook at school and then she called me up to ask me how to set up the microphone which was already set up she just needed to go into the settings and uh, change the uh, input and output to the Scarlet solo for her to use this but uh, I don't like the way I sound I didn't really I don't know there's Sounds no, different. It does. I don't know. I know, I, and I and I'm not happy about That's it. That's better. Uh, yeah. Well, because right now I'm making love to the microphone. I've got my mouth right up against the pop filter, and there ain't no popping. Yo, you know what's popping up in here? Yo, ladies' panties getting wet. That's what's popping. What? This is what my girlfriend doesn't like about my show. <laughs> about <laughs> our show is when I say shit like that. <laughs> now it's like, yeah, it's it's uh, yeah. You sound a I little uh, a little off. Sounds off. I don't know what. To I, I don't to do. know. I think it's. I think it's uh, just me. I think I'm a little off. Yeah, there's. There's definitely. Uh, there's. Uh, it, it's. D- yeah. A lack of. A lack of presence there that is going on within the. Uh, oh. the audio. I, I, ju- I just figured it out. Hold on. Hold on. I just figured it out. Hold That's on. better. I th- yeah. I you think. know why? The microphone was turned. Was turned around. Oh, you were backwards. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't do it. <laughs> She did it. Holy right. shit, so simple. That hey, was a simple thing. You, you were you, just off, you, you, you off wanna, axis. You want to start over? Or do you want to no. just keep going? Fuck that. No, no, fuck that. There was one time we didn't There was one time we didn't start over, and it was terrible. Did we actually push someone out? Well, sometimes you got to push one out, you know? <laughs> No, no, seriously. <laughs> Do you remember? Like it was like we we failed once, and there was a guy I would go back, and then we failed again, and then we did. Okay, hold on, we had yeah. the technical issues, and then we just let's just go for it. And it was there was nothing. There was no. I felt no rhythm. I was like, ah, bad ones. That one really. It's, it's episode one sixty six. There's gonna be some fall off here and there. There, 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 there just is. I mean, <sighs> you, you can't. I mean. There's there's uh, technology involved. There's microphones. There's there's uh, there's gigahertz, gigahertz. There's there there's stroke brain. There's there's uh, AFib. You know, um, there's there's all kinds of health issues. There's beer drinking. So I listened to uh, another interview with, uh, and I, I got to bring this up. I, it, it it may sound petty, but um, okay. So Kevin Smith, uh, the, the the actor, the director, the podcaster the you know the the silent the, bob who's not so silent in real life that's Jay and the silent joke bob guy yeah yeah um you know he he's, he's i have mad respect for the guy i really do because he's he's um i've 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 liked his movies and and you know, i haven't really listened to the podcast much i'm not into the comic book thing at all or any of that sort of stuff but um he okay he just now in interviews all he can do over and over and over is talk about his heart attack veganism and, he, and heart attack yeah he had a heart attack i yeah, know no, i know it was like it was the widow maker he had like the the hardcore but shut the fuck up about it guy really <laughs> i mean that's all he talks about i mean he just he everything comes back to the i my heart attack my heart attack my, at some point dude you gotta shut the fuck up about your fucking heart attack uh, and I'm serious about this. I mean, there's there's so many people 
in life that that you 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 meet that have had these these big things that have happened in their lives and um they, they just don't talk about it much and i i have more respect for those people than the people that just keep fucking bringing it up i i mentioned that i have had a stroke i mentioned occasionally that all the time you're not doing it all the time. He- no, no, all the time. All I do is like, for there was like a good two year period where I was like, I'm John Craig. I'm, however, I'm 45 years old, and I had a, I live in Red Bank, New Jersey. I live in my ex wife's pool house, and I had a stroke. My name is John Craig, and okay, I, I don't think you did as much as he does. Well, I, really don't. I like I, I don't know. All right, so I don't think I've told the story a lot, but I've always felt like I should tell the story at least once in a good, like, like a, in an informative way that's mildly amusing and possibly going to help someone else. See, I don't know that he's helping anybody else. I, I really don't. Uh, um, yeah, it, it, Who, was he on Rogan's whose podcast? He, he's, he he's been on a lot of podcasts lately because he's got the movie thing out, and he's just he's he's he's, he's around and he's making his presence known. He he was on Rogan, but he's he's made his his presence known a lot lately because he's got you know his his project is is happening right now. But um, that's all he wants to talk about. And every article I read about, everything that I see, every fucking thing, it's all about the heart attack. And um, as an example, I will, I will give a real-life example. Uh, my uh, father-in-law had Widowmaker heart attack thing. Or he, he, okay, it was, this, it was a very similar thing. He, uh, my father-in-law, uh, 10 years ago, uh, just was, you know, he had shortness of breath, was realizing that something was seriously wrong um he um didn't take it maybe as far as as kevin smith did in that um kevin smith was trying to just really push on through a and he was like off trying to do i think it was like a, 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 a some sort of a speaking engagement thing and um you know people that were working with him said hey you know you don't look good and uh stopped him and uh intervened well i mean in his defense though i mean he hadn't looked good for a long time you know what i mean so that was just like a regular thing no i mean in in terms of he was he's he's like five foot eight and he weighed like 300 pounds he was he was a he was a heavy set dude yeah he he was not in the best of shape and he smoked a lot of weed Yes. Like, still, I mean, since he made that Zack and Miri make a porno or whatever that movie with, with Seth Rogen, right. Seth Rogen reintroduced him to weed. And uh, ever since, he was smoking it. Now, I don't know if he is now since the heart Yeah, attack. he smokes a ton of weed now. He He's, smokes it? Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah, I believe he does. Hmm. All right. Well, uh, so, yeah. So, he was, like you, like you said, he had done the speaking engagement. And I, I don't know if he was doing two shows or something, but he w- wanted to go back out, and then they finally... He had done one, I think, and then right. in between, they, this, people that were around him were they like... They shut it down. They cut yeah, it. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. They're like, and, you're, yeah. you know... <laughs> but my father-in-law was, was kind of in this uh, similar vein, you know, other than the fact that he was a preacher and he was, uh, anyway, um, you know, off doing his uh, preaching thing. And um, So he's but, another guy that likes to hear himself talk. Yes, yeah, exactly. Uh, pretty sort similar. of, a little different. Uh, not really, I don't think. It's kind of <laughs> All the same right, thing. maybe not. <laughs> it almost is. It almost is the same thing. Um, but um, no, he just he got to a point where um, he was got really short of breath and uh, wasn't doing well, and just uh, um, somebody around him uh, at the church was like, uh, you know, no, we 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 have to check this out. You, you're not able to to do what you could do. You're like trying to sit down, walking up downstairs, that sort of thing. And uh, he went into the you know doctor. The doctor said, well, "Let's check it out." And it turned out same same operation that Kevin Smith had, or the same type of thing. And um, now, does he talk about this constantly? I guess is the point I'm trying to get to. No, he he really doesn't. Um, occasionally, if asked, or or on special occasions, anniversaries of his of his surgery and stuff like that. Um, he'll bring it up because he got his he got his chest cracked open. Oh, and and you know they did the the quadruple bypass type thing. Um, you know it was it was a it was a big deal. Um, I, I know that he's extremely cognizant of the fact that that uh, you know that went on and that he's had it done and, and everything and um, all of that. But does he constantly remind people over and over and over? You know when I had my heart attack or I'm the heart attack guy or I'm the guy that had the widow maker? No, he doesn't. And um, 
Kevin Smith driving me fucking crazy every time I see a heart attack or every time I see an interview with him he's just he's talking about it a lot and uh, I think at some point you just gotta let it go I think you just gotta let it go and be Kevin Smith and and I'd be talking about that constantly I, I don't know how I, you okay you see you, you okay so the idea that you bring it up I'm around people and you say um, I'm Kevin Smith I'm the guy that had the, the heart attack who, who or how are you going to help somebody other than the fact that maybe somebody if you're feeling some sort of Whoop. some sort of effects some okay you're 45 years old say for instance and you're having some lightheadedness or some sort of blah 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 and you're trying to maybe potentially you're trying to um mask those symptoms that sort of thing that person maybe i guess you could help um but as far as preventing it i don't think you're you're i mean like the the kid that's 20 years old that okay if kevin smith's trying to uh, help somebody i don't know i guess well if you think about his audience right the bulk of his audience yeah comic book guys right comic book guys fat guys they're not necessarily the the most fit healthiest dudes i mean some of them sure but uh, a lot of them not so much 50 year old guys that have been reading comic books and Right, so so again, maybe just maybe, maybe yeah, may, I guess. May, maybe he get, it. but again, I I don't know. I mean, he, I would imagine he he has a fairly big following, uh, you know, on Twitter and uh, Instagram, huge, I'm sure, and and uh, but I imagine the people that are big fans are big fans, you know, literally yeah. and figuratively, like they're, they're so they may have already heard it. So I heard, I think the I only watched him. Or watched and listened to him tell the story once, and that was, I think, on the Stephen Colbert show. He's still telling the story; he can't and, stop. And and, the and and that one, this Colbert could not get a word in edgewise. Yeah, like it was weird, actually. He, uh, he, I, yeah, I, I think I know what you're saying. Yeah, you know. So uh, I don't know. I yeah, like, I I don't I, I I told you that I saw Kevin Smith about uh, five weeks ago. Five. Yeah, or six you were weeks telling ago. me that you you were uh, at a outside a place i was in red bank right i was in, in red, red bank, bank and the address was i think it was on um on broad street it was and a place that if, if it's I could still a few doors box. down from jay and silent bob's whatever that comic book shop is called but the place actually is a place that alters uh, genes genes so they're called uh denim surgeon and they have partnered with another company called denim therapy and uh, the woman that started the company, actually, she had lived on Staten Island, and she had her business in Manhattan. She still has her business in Manhattan, uh, but she, uh, her husband and their uh, daughter, I believe, moved down to Red Bank. So remember, I was looking for jeans. So the whole thing with the, you know, th- that stitch at the bottom of, of jeans? So if you, yeah, if, if you normally get jeans and you want a, a uh, the jeans to be altered to the correct length, really the only way to get that that the bottom to look right is to have somebody that's kind of a specialist mm-hmm. do the bottom part of the right. uh, otherwise it, it depends looks, on the jeans and the stitching on the jeans i think there's yeah. one option where you would cut the original stitching you'd cut the jeans and then reattach yeah, uh, yeah. from otherwise it looks right? weird yeah otherwise it looks weird or in the, the the diesel jeans that i had uh they just had the machine where it was like the 24 four dollar process where they actually did a new stitch and they look great they're fine um but i so anyway so i found this place and uh in it's like about three eh, three four doors down from the uh, from kevin smith's spot his, his comic book shop his po- comic book shop right where, where, where sometimes the they record podcasts when he's in town they do other podcasts there as part of his pod smodcast whatever network he's it's got kind of in the back room behind in the, the back room there's like a poker table it's it's in there it's not even a back room it's literally right there if you walk through the store all the way to the back you know there's uh, anyway so so the the denim therapy place even though the address is broad street you have to go into the back parking lot and then she's got a small spot back there mm-hmm. so i uh you know get went there she cuffed him and did the whole thing she and uh and as i was like driving no i was actually walking by i see a dude in in a like a some sort of suv or something 
and he looked like a big dude, and he had a baseball cap on backwards, and he had a beard, and like, he, but, but he didn't, but he looked like a thin. And I looked at him, and he looked at me, and then I was like, "That's Kevin Smith," and I didn't even realize it was the back of his store. And sure enough, he was in town. I think he was down in Asbury Park to do a screening of uh, that Clerks, whatever it is, the thing James, he's doing now, the, yeah, whatever yeah. the movie is. Yeah. And so, uh, and I just didn't. It was one of those moments where it'd be like. I didn't care about getting a picture. I, I mean, I actually, if I had seen him, I would have said, how you doing, how you're feeling, not realizing that he talks about his heart attack all the time because you look great, cool on the veganism, blah, blah, blah. Have you tried this place? Have you tried that place or whatever? Or you look great. Um, but uh, I, I just, I looked at him too long and I was like, oh, dude, I just made eye contact with him. So, um, but yeah, he was, it was early. It was, it wasn't that early. It was probably around 1130 in the morning. Yeah. I don't know. But you're right. Yeah, he's he's got that. Uh, you know, the the demographic, the people that are, you know, the 45 year old ish probably dude uh, that has been into the comic book thing forever. Is you know that's his that's his that's his. So yeah, I told yeah. you. I think I may have told you. I don't remember if I did that. I that a few months ago, and I don't think it was on the anniversary of my stroke. I did a live video on Facebook. So. I, I don't remember how long it was. But how longer. long ago was the stroke? You were 44 when the stroke occurred. I was 44. It was uh, May 31st, I believe, 2016. So it was three and a half years ago. Okay. And it was, um, like I said, I was, like you said, I, I was 44 at the time. And uh, anyway, so I had never really talked about it. I had done a Facebook Live like uh, a f- like a few weeks later. Or maybe like uh, two weeks later, I was just like doing a long walk up some hills and just like talking about it. And I had a few people popped in live. And then I just, I felt weird about it. I just deleted it. I don't know why. Like I didn't mind sharing it with people, but I just, I was. Facebook live, any of those live things are, I don't know. I, um, it's, it's a weird thing because, uh, you know, you and I have both done a lot of audio stuff that's been fairly live back in the anchor days. Yeah. Um, I, I've seen some stuff that people are starting to do. People, uh, as an example, a, a guy that you and I both know, Derek Markham, uh, who's an individual who uh, lives down in New Mexico, out in the middle of fucking nowhere, New Mexico. And um, he's been doing some stuff, a little uh, bit live, more, live stuff on uh, Instagram, right? On Instagram more, and 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 he's trying to kind of figure out, I, you know, I, there's a yearning in 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 the guy that I uh, that's genuine. I think he's just he's. I, I think, uh, yes, I did see one of his early Instagram live videos where he was a little bit felt a little weird about it. Like, should I do a new? Should I start a new account? Right. You know, like because right. maybe I don't want some people to see this, or but you know, and. And I totally understand where he's coming from, but I remember. Yeah. So, so you, you're right. You know, we do have that anchor thing um, played around with some live audio, but that didn't really, I didn't really live-ish. like any of it. You know, it's live-ish. well, yeah, but there was some live audio apps that yeah, I yeah, played yeah. around with. And you can like do Zcast, uh, or I can't remember the name of them. But anyway, yeah. I and I did Periscope. Like I was on Periscope. Well, yeah, like, that's what I was going to say. Periscope, 2015, and I had done a lot of it. You know, and part of that for me was just, uh, you know, I had gone through my separation, divorce before the stroke. Even it was just like I was just living at home. You know, in a in a two bedroom apartment with me mm-hmm. and the cats, and mostly didn't have my kids. And there was a lot of I wasn't depressed, but there was surely loneliness. And just oh, I'm of, sure. I'm sure. I, I you, know, you know, and you and I were talking when you were living in the, the apartment there. And I, I and weird. I had this mental image. You took. I, I mean, I saw some pictures. Uh, you know, of, of the external and internally that you took of that apartment. But I have a real strong um, image that I <laughs> that I've taken in my own head of that place, which is uh, you know strange. But yeah, I, I yeah, yeah. It wasn't that bad a place. Like I never liked it because you know the the house um, that I lived in and that you know my ex wife and the and the kids still live in and the pool house were much nicer than than those apartments. You know it was a, a two story apartments. I had a two bedroom, you know, small kitchen. I didn't have new appliances or anything. I didn't love it, but I mean, I, it was okay for what it was. You know, I think I was smoking at the time. 
you know, I didn't smoke in the apartment. I would smoke out the window or go outside. But it was just everything about that time is, is strange to me. You know, and so 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 I, I but I was comfortable turning on the app and talking, but I was talking to strangers. So when I whenever I would go on Facebook and do it, it was like, and I always felt this way about Facebook is that when you post things uh, on that place or even Instagram, you have all these people that know you from different times in your life, and they know you differently. Right. Whereas when you do something like this, a podcast for you and I, the people who don't know us don't know us. Right, so they're not coming in with a preconceived notion. So if if my current girlfriend, my ex-wife, my kids, or anyone listens to this, my parents, they know me the way they know me. And sure, there may be elements of my personality or your personality for you and the people that you know. It's almost easier just dealing with you know, like having people that don't know you at all, right? Kind of, you, you know, you, know. You, you. The weird thing is, okay, so somebody if they've been listening to this for a long time they know more about us you know than, than some we would people know who know us yeah and pro and well certainly more than we know about them and um, it's certainly more than you and i know about one another because we don't listen to one another we've established that <laughs> yeah, very well very well could be um but it's, it's it's a weird fucking thing because you know you you want to in a way when you it's to me at least by the nature of just starting this i i, I think um yeah i i, I want to let it out who i am and what it's all about and blah 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 and uh i'm i'm trying to you know just sort of uh of uh i guess for whatever reason um let the world know who i am but a lot of times you know you feel like you haven't done that at all mm-hmm I, I don't know if you feel that way. Sometimes, uh, at, le- at least I do. I, I feel like, you know, sometimes it's like, um, I, I feel like, I've, okay, it's 166 episodes. Um, have I actually let anybody know who the hell I who, <laughs> what I'm all about? Um, maybe. maybe it's, maybe, well, maybe I, you know, I, I used to say this about myself, that I'm, I'm pretty much an open book. But then I realized over time <laughs> that it'd be like, I don't know that I am. I, that, I like, it's like, I'm sort of, it's like, I'm a veiled open book. Or I mean, like an open book in ancient Sanskrit and nobody can read it. You know, <laughs> like really, you can't understand it. You know, well, it. Okay. And I've, I've had this discussion with, with my wife, Rachel, lately. We, we've talked a little bit about... Um, a lot of times, a lot of times, frankly, we're talking about other people. We'll be like, you know, um, um, how well does this person seem to know themselves? And um, you know, we're talking about somebody else. And, and I think about it in in terms of you know, just looking back at me. And I, I I think everybody goes through this process of trying to figure out at least the intellectually curious people. Um, are trying to figure out who they are, what life is all about, and and um, you know, um, the, yeah, they're 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 just trying to figure out how how, how we all fit into the into the world, um, and it's um, it's it's more complicated than it should be, at least. Um, I think so. You know, you know. You, so, for as an example, okay. Um, I've thought about my family f- lately with 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 different things and then where I fit in the structure of where I was um, I, I was in terms of my family structure um, I was the youngest kid out of um, my my mother had eight children my oldest brother is 20 years older than me um, I have people in my family cousins brothers um, even um, uh, you know just People that you would think, you would, think uh, either would be fairly cl- close to you when somebody says, "Well, tell me about your brother." I I don't really fucking know if I can tell you uh, um, who who they are, what they're about necessarily. I um, mean, you you do have seven siblings, right? Yeah, yeah. And you're the youngest, right? So there's that as well. And how how would you possibly know your brother who's twenty years older than you? 
I know. So I got online um, in the last uh, week, and I, I got on to newspaper. I think it's newspaper.com or new news, whatever. There's some one of those um, national things where you can um, just search um, newspapers, and um, there was. Uh, and I, my my father has a, a fairly unique name. And uh, I searched his his name on this national newspaper site thing, and uh, came up with a handful of newspaper articles that I that um, weren't completely um, foreign to me as far as um, some of the things that your your family has told you. I, I will I will say that my mother, uh, God rest her soul, she she was not um, after my father uh, passed away. He was I was. 10 years old when my father died, okay? Um, he was 52 years old when I was born. So he was, yeah. he was 62, he, he, he uh, 60, uh, about 63 actually when he died, um, which is, you know, by today's standards, we would consider that, you know, geez, somebody died when they're 63, that's a young man. Um, but um, he, uh, so anyway, I, I Google his name and I start coming up with some articles. Some of the stuff I'd, I, I, I was aware of, some of these newspaper articles that were, were references about him. And so, so you, okay, right there you're going, there's a newspaper article about him, what would that be? <laughs> um, and, you gotta be uh, careful when you do those types of searches. Well, yeah, yeah, but should you be? I. Kind of. So, this is a complicated one. Okay, so here's one uh, as a big example. I, I had heard, I had heard a sanitized version of a story, which was um, my father worked. I know. I knew he worked. He was a railroad guy. He worked. He was a. Uh, f he was a uh, f foreman when I uh, when he died. He was a foreman for the Great Northern Railroad, uh, and. Um, he uh there, there was this story that they had told me that he had spent some time in a hospital in minneapolis minnesota because he had um the the story went that he had um, been at a um I don't, I, this is something my sister had told me and i and the sister that older sister that had told me this she's she's still alive and everything and i and i have to i have to ask her about this and my oldest brother i i'm gonna ask him as well uh what he knows about this because i just read a just read about it in the newspaper literally today um i i found the um article in the uh, minneapolis star tribune uh from when it happened and uh anyway he had apparently had been involved in an altercation in a in a bar and um literally was thrown out a window in a bar he he went through a window and was cut severely ended up in a hospital situation and um and this made the news and this made the news in minneapolis minneapolis is a big fucking town even back then you know mm. um and this was something that was in the newspaper, him listed specifically by name. The individual that he got in a fight with at this bar mm -hmm. um, was a, a guy that was uh, AWOL from the, from the uh, United States Army. And that guy was, uh, the, the, other, the other guy was arrested and, uh, and, and uh, taken off uh, to uh, whatever they do with AWOL soldiers. But anyway, um, he had been severely injured in this in this fracas this this thing that had happened and they 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 gave the address of where this where this had occurred and um i am fairly familiar with the minneapolis st paul uh, area i've been there um enough to know what, what uh, kind of where, where some of the major major things are in the city and in in uh, the downtown area of minneapolis st paul there's this um iconic huge sign that is down there this is this neon sign that is advertises a a beer this grain belt beer sign that is down there uh near the nicolette mall is what they well it's called the nicolette mall now and it used to be called i guess at one time it was just the N nicolette avenue which was down near where the railroad depot was which is where my father would have been hanging out because he worked for the railroad and he was down near the depot and anywhere this is where this occurred so um where this is now, it's like this gentrified, yuppie, um, you know, um, upscale sort of area near downtown. And um, to think that he got thrown out a bar window 
in this probably and i don't think that the spot where he, this occurred even exists anymore um that's something i i discovered looking at <laughs> online uh which was like fucking it was like what what the hell what the what was that all about wait you your your dad was born in the 1800s no my father was born well close um, 1895 no my was father was born I, I was in ni- 1904 1904 same as my grandfather my, my mom's same yes. as my mother's father yeah he was born in 1904 i posted last last year uh, uh, a picture of my father um that was taken about 1920 uh i posted it on instagram which blows me away so that was like 100 fucking years ago i posted this picture of my father and he was probably 17 18 years old this picture of my father um he was he was an old he was an old guy when he had when when uh you know i was the last of of all these kids and he was an old guy when i was born so and i'm not uh I, you know taking anything away from his prowess or anything <laughs> but uh yeah he was i don't know Hmm. It was it was a bizarre story. I'm not even sure how we got started talking about that, but um, or how, where I decided to intervene with that. But uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. I I oh I, I I know what it was about how well we know people and how well we know ourselves and there's a lot. You know, I mean, yeah. Well, that that was it. You know, so I think that was like that was a launch pad from it. Where where are we from? So, so for me, for that is like okay. So I've got these the the these uh, um, crazy Irish ancestors. uh, Most recently uh, removed uh, my my very own father, who were um, working for railroads and uh, you know getting in drunken brawls and bars and getting tossed out windows. It's it's that close for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't know. How well do we know each other? I don't know, John. How well? Well, I, well, the I I sometimes think that I know myself fairly well, right? And I've made this um, comment about myself: is that uh, I'm I am incredibly self-aware but i'm also completely delusional and and so you know and and i and i put that on i had put that on dating app profiles i didn't care like it was just you know it's definitely both are sort of true absolutely not absolutely one or the other but i have a good sense but every now and again i don't know every i i i kind of trip and fall and, and feel like I'm, I'm not comfortable in my own skin or I don't know how to navigate through a situation or I'm tentative. You know, like tomorrow I'm going to my 30th high school reunion. Which, okay. So have hey. you, have you, have you, have you dyed any hair? No. No. All right. No, not at all. Tomorrow, don't plan to. Anything going on? No. Any just for men? Not, not at all. Not interested. Rented I've had a Corvette? No. All right. No. A Hummer. Good, good. An H3. <laughs> um no well, i i'm not i don't know what i'm wearing i don't care uh i mean i i'm not like i'm gonna wear a pair of pants that fit they're stretchy pants they're like that's stretchy good. that's good you know? stretchy they're good. like lululemon slacks you know they're <laughs> very comfortable they're um no i am going to uh i'm just gonna go and i'm not bringing my camera i'm not gonna like on my 20th high school reunion i took pictures that was a very long 10 years ago my ex-wife and i went to that together oh and uh i like so (laughs) i don't know much about it don't know who's going to be there i told you that i permanently deleted facebook okay how many kids in the class uh it was a graduating class of about 450 450 i'm not sure that the 450 i I don't know exactly, but I'm pretty sure it was like four or fifty-three, something like that. And so, I did not know everyone, and everyone did not know me. Method Man. What's that? Method Man. Method Man was not in my high school. He went to a different high school. He was in my middle school. Riza. No, he's older than me. Oh, okay. No, uh, the three guys I went to school with were. It, it, 
IS-49 Dreyfus Intermediate School. That's 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. It was uh, Method Man, Inspector Deck, and Raekwon the Chef. Raekwon the Chef. All right. And I don't... Raekwon may have gone to the high school, but I'm not sure. I don't know. But uh, So I don't know who's going to show up. Don't care who's going to show up. I imagine... It's going to be less than 100, but I'm not sure. But I'd imagine there's no way it's uh, a quarter of that graduating class. And uh, I think I convinced my friend Evan. Evan and I, um, Evan was the best man at my wedding. Uh, He's back in town. He was uh, doing an Apple TV series in Virginia, but he's in town this weekend. So I think he and I are going to go. Uh, I hope he goes. I, it's, I don't mind going by myself, but I'm not really, I'm not like gung-ho about it. My my thing is like, maybe I'll see a couple of people that I was friends or friendly with. More friendly with, not friends, because Evan is my friend and then the other guy, Vinny, and we're still in touch to this day. And, you know, we've gone to the Dominican Republic together. We go out to dinner. We keep in touch. So uh, I feel, I just, it, I'm very matter of fact about it. Like just, it's just. Hopefully, I meet someone that I didn't know in high school, and they seem to be all right, not an asshole. You know. I don't know. Yeah, that would be good. That, that would, yeah. Um, I want. I want to be pleasantly surprised. I, I haven't by one of, person. But you know. And I want to do the same thing for someone else, not maybe, intentionally. Maybe, I don't want to seek it out. Maybe you should be the person that uh, is the is the guy that. Surprise! Not, not surprises everybody, but just uh, you know, just be really pleasant to everybody. And because uh, I think don't, don't most people go into it thinking, well, Joe, that's kind of like what you just said. You know, you're going into it thinking, okay, um, I, I want to be pleasantly surprised. I want somebody not to be a dick or to somehow to be different or whatever. And um, not what I'm expecting. Yes, yeah, something not what I'm expecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you just kind of come into it with the idea that. I'm just going to really, you know, kind of talk everybody up a little bit and, uh, you know, get them to... A lot of times it seems to me if you get other people to talk, you know, they're they're more happy than listening to you talk. So, well, There's a guy that I went to high school with, Robert Shields, and he and I went to Syracuse together as well. He is a news editor for New York Newsday, I believe. He was a news editor for um, the Daily News for many years. Okay. So he was someone that, I mean, I, I like... I used to go to his house in high school. We would play like Stratomatic baseball or something like that. It was more his thing than my thing. I mean, I remember watching like the Roddy Dangerfield comedy special with like, you know, uh, Sam Kinison and Andrew Dice right, Clay. Right, right. Like, I, I remember watching like on New Year's one one year Andrew Dice Clay's comedy special, like way back. Like, so he's a guy I'm friends with. I would like to see him. There's another person who lived down the block from me. Uh, I don't know if her family still lives down the block from my parents' house where I stay during the week when I'm working. Um, but her name is Sukanya Krishnan. And Sukanya, um, I think she was the class president. She was on the volleyball team. Very funny, charismatic. Uh, she is a, a news anchor, a morning news anchor. I don't know if she's on the local New York Fox 5, but she's been, she was on like WPIX Channel 11 for a while. And I'd li- like seeing her, it'd be nice to see her. Again, we weren't best friends, but we would take the bus together, walk up the hill together. We were in classes, you know. So right. those are two people that I knew. Like senior day, I spent the day with Robert Shields. I, mean, I have video from that day with he and I sort of almost like documenting it. <laughs> Not really, right. but. And so. And then, I, I, again, I, I don't know. You know, the the captain, the the I don't know if he was the captain of the football team, but he was the quarterback of the football team, Fred DeVito. He and I were pretty good friends. Like, uh, our sophomore year, we used to hang out. We'd go to movies together. Not all the time. Like, we would play, like, pickup football, like, by a cemetery, by his house. You know, I'd take the train out there. And... Um, He's another guy that I liked. I mean, I, and I think he's done fairly well for himself. He worked for Goldman Sachs for a while. Now I think he works. I don't know if he works for the New York Stock Exchange or or Nasdaq, but uh, but he's a guy that I liked and thought was a pretty smart, charismatic guy. You know, 
So there's a handful of people that I haven't seen in a long time, had seen them on Facebook, but got to a point where I hated Facebook so much that even if it was like the three of them, they were fine on Facebook. They no issues. There were very few people that weren't fine, but there were a couple of people from that graduating class that would post Trump stuff over and over, and it was the Trump meme, like memes and stuff, like blind Trump shit. And then there were like a few people that I knew from high school that would post these like completely left wing liberal, like anti-Trump stuff, and it drove me insane, like totally infuriating. So it shut, it really shut me down to everything where it was like, I don't know why I'm on this thing. I don't know what I'm getting out of any of this. Right. You know, and, and it didn't, it didn't feel like a connection at all and still doesn't. It, it, I just, you know, I get the target marketing advertising and stuff, but I like, I want, I want to be present with someone else and myself but mostly, I'm just sitting in a van, binge watching. That's what I'm doing. You know, <laughs> that's all. That's my life. So uh, tomorrow should be pretty uneventful. I don't think I'll have anything to report the next time we record. So what do they do? Do they have a? There's a dinner beforehand, and then no, it's a... no, it's uh, one of one of the guys from our graduating class owns a bar, and mm-hmm. it's on Staten Island. And it's, uh, I don't know what it's called. It's uh, it's kind of like a jazz club bar music venue that doesn't seem like it's open all the time. It could be a front for something. I'm not sure. Money laundering? I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to ask questions. Uh, and he, so his bar is going to host it. And it's like 70 bucks, open bar and food. So what the, I imagine it would be bar food. Not sure, though. Yeah. You know, yeah, so, uh, so. And you're going by yourself. Unless my friend Evan decides he's going to go. Unless Evan decides to go. I bought him, I got him a ticket. I uh, he, I went out to dinner with him last night. Uh, tonight is Friday the 20, what, 2nd? 21st. 23rd. Oh, no, it's Saturday because it just turned. So, yeah, we started this on Friday the 22nd. Um, and, uh, yeah, so last night, Evan, I went out with Evan and his wife, Patty, had dinner. And so uh, we talked about it. And he said he would go. We'll see, though. And you went, uh, I saw recently and saw uh, Liz Fair. Oh, that's right. That's right. That was last weekend. Right. I was up in Connecticut and I did see Liz Fair. How was that? It was good. It was good. You know what's odd is that Liz Fair, um, I think her first album came out in like 93, maybe? Yeah, I was trying to put that together in my head. I saw your posts on on, uh, Instagram, I think, and I was like, wait, okay, how long ago was that? Okay, yeah. Yeah, and and so, and I had her first two albums, and I I remember listening to them a lot. I had them on CD, and I remember listening to them a lot. Now, I, I don't know, I guess at that time I probably had a car with a CD player, so I probably would have, like, and it, I don't know if it was a 10 CD changer or if it was just the one, I can't remember, but it could have been one of those that had, you know, I don't know if you remember, there were cars that you could have a 10 CD changer with the CDs in the trunk. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Right? So you would control it yeah, yeah, from yeah. inside the car, right. but the the physical CDs were in the trunk. But <laughs> Yeah, I remember yeah. That. So you know, so but that's that's a good that's a good uh, you know, seventy five to a hundred songs. Yeah, right from ten different artists. And if you had like a compilation, then you could add artists. You know, it's like having your own jukebox. Pretty amazing at the time. Yeah, it uh, was. But but I I do remember like playing out some CDs, and I kind of remember seeing it. And here I am at this concert, and I'm like, why do I know so few songs? But the thing that really got me. You know, Susie and I are the same age. And uh, and I was looking around, and I'm looking at these people, and I'm like, who are these people? Like, some of them look so much older. Like, <laughs> like and, then, and then I thought to myself, I realized, and I don't think, I said, this is like Gen Xers especially, but I think it's every generation, is you get to a certain point, you look at yourself, you see yourself in the mirror, you don't see the same 20, you know, 23, three-year-old self right right. but you don't necessarily see yourself as old because it's a gradual thing you see it every day so you look around and i think what everyone thinks at this thing is like oh no 
that dude looks so much older than me. We're not the same age. There's no way we're even close. You know, right, right, right. right. <laughs> you know? No, I we I seriously the exact same experience. The the same weekend last weekend we went to see uh, Wilco, and uh, I was like uh, sitting in the crowd, and it was it was a really uh, you know fancy old uh, old theater. One of those you know like those refurbished old theater type things you would go to. Uh, this place called the Paramount Theater in in Cedar Rapids, which is um, I don't know maybe I'm guessing uh, like a 600 seats, maybe something like that. Um, but really, um, you know, one of these classic old type theaters with the balcony and and a lot, you know, the just really ornate. Uh, everything around it is you know, inside it the way that it's, it's designed is just really really quite beautiful and, but anyway so we're in there and for this for this wilco thing and um as we're we're sitting down um we recently are talking and okay so a lot of the people okay so the, okay the demographic about 45 years old you know so you know gen x ish uh, for sure about for sure and uh, just hugely predominantly white gen x crowd um and I, I'm, I'm i'm gonna say college educated because uh there's a lot of there's a lot of wine they they, they sell uh they sell alcohol in this place and there's a lot of uh, a lot of people coming in with these big they had these kind of big glasses of wine that you could get in plastic cups i was seeing a lot of that and mostly craft beer there wasn't anybody that was coming in that was drinking like a like a bush light i'm not even, i don't even know if that's a, a was available you know, as an as a as an option but um just very yeah the, the demographic was so stuck in that like the, it would have had to have been people that like the early 2000s, you know, 2000 to 2005, maybe on the outside, maybe, maybe 2010 were, were had gone to college in that, in that uh, time frame were, were in the places it was sold out. I mean, it was, it was a huge crowd it was a very enthusiastic uh, sold out crowd, but um, it was, it was such a typey, demographic it was just <laughs> i kept joking at rachel i was going ah this is my this is my crowd this is my crowd it's all these guys all these white guys <laughs> she's like shut up <laughs> but yeah. it was jeff tweedy is uh, i just looked it up he's 52 years old is he that and old yeah yeah, yeah. and and so he's, i'm 48 so he's you know he's my generation but he's four years older and and actually being born in the late 60s versus like 71 there was a little bit of a difference like just in terms of what ha you know right when was right. the moon landing 69 yeah. 69 yeah although i mean at, at two years old he wouldn't have remember the no, no no you know yeah. um you know it'd be deep in the subconscious i suppose but uh you know he he the i saw what you posted on on instagram he he, he looks like he's aged quite a bit in a short period of time he's, uh, he's and it's heavy. not just the white hair and the weight but it's also the weight the the weight a couple of things right he's, i mean he was yeah, he's heavy he, he's yeah. gotten heavier uh, and he just you know he wears i was bitching the last uh, our last uh, our last show i was bitching about the uh, about the beanie thing but he comes out and he's got the fucking beanie stocking cap thing on and just looks like some dude you you've seen i, I would have walked by him on the sidewalk if he yeah, i'm sure if he would have walked by me before the show i wouldn't have had any idea who he was so liz fair is four months older than Jeff Tweedy, and she looks great. She she really looks good. I thought she, from what I could see from your video stuff, she looked. She was she's a really hugely attractive woman back in yeah, the day. Yeah, she's she's very pretty. Like I, I mean, like if you saw her at a Whole Foods, you would not think that she was a female rock star. From the '90s, you know what I'm saying? Like you would just go like that is a put together woman who's, you know, what I mean, that's I don't right. know. You I, at least okay. I not you, but I would think that about her. No, if I, I think, just happen to. No, see I her. understand what you're saying. It's like when in um, last year, excuse me, um, last year I saw um, um, what's her name? Uh, fucking uh, uh, um, Rachel Dolezal. 
No. <laughs> Ani DeFranco. I saw it last Ani DeFranco. Okay, you saw her reform. You didn't see her at the Whole Foods. No. Or, I'm sorry, uh, she would be at the Trader Joe's. She, yeah. <laughs> she, I, that's the impression I got when I was standing in the, in the crowd watching her. I was like going, I, if she were at Whole Foods or at Trader Joe's, she just looks like a really well put together person of that age. 45-ish to 50-year-old woman. Right. She just looks yeah. good. She looks good. Yeah. She looks you know, good. So, Liz Fair's band, her backup band, Yeah, it's like four dudes. I don't think one of them was over 28. Really good musicians, whatever. So <laughs> at the end of the show, now she, at one point, she got distracted. She and the guitar player, she and another guitar player were like going back and forth with the guitar riff, and they were struggling with it. And it was like, it was, it was kind of, kind of funny. And she was really light. She had just, she had just written a book. She talked a lot. She was born in New Haven, Connecticut, and she was given up for adoption. So she talked about that. Talked about being back there. I, I, I anyway, so she was talking about her book, and you get to the end of the show and it's time for them to do their encore lights go down her band walks off the stage and she just stays there and it was like she's just like i'm not even gonna like they're gonna go there i'm gonna come back out and like she was just kind of riffing around how stupid like whatever you know like you know i'm gonna come back right so she just st stayed there wow, and she was weird. just talking and she actually took questions and was talking to people i don't weird. even remember what she said but it was it was kind of wild it was like yeah let's not pretend you know do you know what's so weird about this I, I swear to god wilco did the exact same thing they really they, they were they, there was a point where they got done with a song the lights dimmed and they got and the lights were basically off and you could hear jeff wilco's or jeff wilco jeff uh tweety's Tweety. voice yeah. and and he said this is the part where normally we would go backstage and pretend like we're leaving right and you guys would all chant our name yeah let's just skip all that we're just going to stand here for a second take that's pretty wild yeah <laughs> it's yeah. pretty wild. yeah they did they did this they did the same thing i i you know i should yeah but if if you were if you were a band like let's let's see you're Trent Reznor right and you're performing and you're doing right. the Nine Inch Nails show right and you're right. sweating and you're fucking doing everything and you're moving around and you're doing the same thing you're doing twenty four you know what that moment between the encore you kind of need a moment <laughs> yeah yeah that's you know that's what they were doing they were like we're gonna take a second here we're gonna we're not gonna actually go back he said we're not gonna actually go backstage we're gonna hang out here for a second. <laughs> You guys can right. do whatever the hell you want to do, but you know was kind of, was that the same night you were you were seeing uh, Friday last Friday night I think it was. I think we were no we were last Saturday night it was last Saturday I don't know Friday. yeah we saw him Friday we we sound like really hip motherfuckers we, you know we, yeah we do so we went <laughs> to the night we went to that uh, thing I sh I should have I should have told you this uh, so um, we okay so beforehand we decided we were there's a, a couple that another couple that we know that. Um, we we're gonna um they were gonna go as well they had tickets and so we're like okay so we'll we'll, we'll meet you at this there was this place that, that was uh and it was unseasonably warm that night in cedar rapids iowa and so um we we said we'll meet you at this this local spot and there was a, the the area where where the concert was going to be held there were some other things going on uh, at a couple other venues and there was a lot of stuff happening there was a lot of of busyness at restaurants I guess is the way to describe it. And so there, this place that we were going to meet them, when we got there, we thought we're everybody thought we'll get there and we'll be there kind of early. But um, as we got there, uh, the place was really pretty packed. It was really, really uh, a lot of a lot of folks there. And so we ended up sitting in sort of an outside seating area, even though it was it's technically you know it's pretty much winter here we're in this outside area and but they had those those you know those little heater things they put outside those overhead kind of heater things those those pod things that they put up and the mm -hmm. propane thing yep. runs it so it's keeping the outside area warm so we're out there and we're out there and they had a um they had a um there was a like a singer songwriter girl that was out there that was standing on a little uh, stage thing and was doing her little uh you know, musical performance sort of thing out there and uh but 
but there were a lot of even though it, you know it was it was early and there were, it was kind of cold should be kind of cold and they shouldn't have something like that going on outside there were there were actually a lot of people out there and um, so we had a table and we we're waiting we we're going to end up going back inside this place we had another you know, we we're waiting for our name to be called to go in and and to to eat dinner uh, but as we're out there and we're having a few drinks this woman comes by and she nobody knows her she just stands there for a second and she starts talking to us and she goes i'm going to the bathroom and she goes can you guys hold my purse and so she she wants us to hold her purse and so she she and she doesn't really give us time to respond so much she just kind of plops this big purse down on the table and she disappears inside the place to go to the bathroom and so um jeff this guy that we're with um immediately after she leaves he opens up her purse and starts looking through it yeah 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 some people would do that so i'm like jeff is one of them yeah, he's like he's like looking through it, and I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing?" So he's looking through it, and he f- starts finding pill bottles, and he's laughing. He's because he's pulling these pill bottles out, and his wife is is a nurse, and so he pulls a pill out, and he goes, "What's this?" And she goes, ah, "And she goes, oh no, that's no good. That's a, that's a stool softener." And he's like, "Hey," he throws it back in the purse, and he pulls another one out, and he goes, "Oh, you know, what's this?" And she goes, mm, "Acid reflux." And he goes, "Ah, that's no good." Throws it back in the purse, and so um, pulls another one out, and he pulls it out, and he goes, "What's this?" And she goes, "Oh." She goes, yeah. She goes, that's Adderall. And he goes, Adderall, really? He goes, that's good, right? She goes, mm-hmm. And so he owns the bottle, pulls one out, pops it in his mouth. I was going to say, Jeff sounds like he fucking needs an Adderall. <laughs> Jeff Jeff takes the Adderall, <laughs> pops it in his mouth, and he looks at everybody, you want an Adderall? And his wife goes, yeah, I'll take one. She, she grabs one. <laughs> and I'm like thinking, Adderall, wait, Adderall, what is Adderall? Uh, you know, I, I had this like, you know i I don't not helps you focus but i'm thinking but it's also speed basically yeah basically and and i'm thinking i've had some heart issues i don't want to be (laughs) i don't be be the guy talking about his heart thing all the time but i'm like "Ah, i i don't think so so um I turn it but, down. But morally, aren't you like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Get out of her fucking purse. Well, yeah, there's that. But I was like, it was kind of funny. It was kind of laughing. But, it, you know, it's like, so um, anyway, so all that goes back in the purse before she gets back. Uh, and um, so she comes back and she gets the purse and she's like happy and everything. But uh, Jeff and his wife, who were going to the show, they took the Adderall. And mm. um, when we get to the show... And things were really starting to progress towards the end of it. And and Wilco does this thing where there are a lot of they do a lot of styles. They're they're very jangly, acoustic-y sort of uh, folksy sort of thing when they start off. But they get going, and they and, and it ends up being very electric and very very dancey and very very alive. Um, they're dancing. They're they're like they're in the aisles and they're just dancing their ass off. They're, they they got the uh, <laughs> the Adderall thing going on, and. Um, so this old man comes down the aisle, the 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 the, the volunteer guy, I'm sure, that is this is working at the venue, and he's there just you know helping out whatever he's. Do a little flashlight. He's giving the flashlight, and he's coming down the aisle. He comes down, and he goes, "Oh, you, you got to get back in your seats, and everybody should be in their seats, and if you can just get in, they should have just given a fucking Adderall. You can dance in your, you can dance there over in your seats, but you can't, you can't block the aisle because this is a fire lane, and do not." block the aisle and so they're like okay boomer (laughs) and only okay don't get me started on the boomer thing Uh, so he leaves and like fucking and i'm thinking these are my friends they're gonna they're gonna comply but he leaves he's gone for like fucking seven seconds and they're back in the aisle (laughs) and they're like they're they're dancing, you know. They're 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 you know hands above their heads, you know. Ooh, everything's you know. <sighs> this guy came down and back, down and back, down and back. This this went on like for twenty minutes, twenty the last half hour of the concert probably. The old man come down. Finally, Jeff is like hugging the guy. He, they're hugging it out. He's like going, "I love you, man, but we've got to dance. We have to dance." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sounds like Jeff maybe had a little bit of alcohol as well then. Alcohol and Adderall. You know, what else? <laughs> <laughs> you know? 
So you know, the thing about going to a concert is, um, I, I'm, I'm trying to remember. I was a little um, jealous of the Adderall. I wish I would have yeah. <laughs> partook. I don't know. Never, never taken it. Never popped an Adderall. Um, and so I, I went to Liz Fair, and yeah, and again, I thought I was a lot more familiar. Like I, I was planning to go on Spotify and and go into like a deep dive like a Beforehand, couple of days yeah. before yeah just to kind of re-familiarize myself kind of yeah. hear some new stuff i just got tickets for uh for for uh uh who the fuck is it uh, another 90s four non blondes no, no. <laughs> i don't just, know um i just got tickets for uh um they did uh, not a surf yeah well, yeah, like, yeah just uh, no, but i probably don't know more than like Three popular, songs. popular. Song? I love. Honestly, I think popular is fan. I think it's. I think it's a fantastic song. Yeah, I got. I got. To I'm going to listen to that song because that's really good, especially considering I'm going to my high school reunion tomorrow night. Yeah, that is good. But anyway, so you're 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 hoping you're. Uh, I want to meet. Jo- I want to hang out with Johnny Football Star. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> Yeah, so you're you're trying to familiar you think you should be familiar. oh cowboy junkies sir that wasn't for you I was having yes. a conversation with my girlfriend and I was like who's that fucking band there's a couple of bands that we were I'm trying to think it was like I love Portishead but it wasn't Portishead because we saw Liz Fair so I was thinking about music from that time right particularly bands that had females in them and and uh, and I was like cowboy junkies like all their songs sound the same but I like them. I, you yeah, know? yeah, but I it's like not. Like there's that. a. It's not Cowboy Junkies though. It's not Four Non Blonde. It's not Not a Sheriff. I'm trying to think. Fuck, it's so close. I'll find it. I'll find it. Not the Sundays. I like the Sundays. They they cover um, that that uh, Wild Horses song, that uh, Rolling Stone song, and I really like right. their version. Yeah. But but again, it's like a lot of these bands had like either one album or one or two songs that did fairly well for that time you right know, and what music was but anyway so i go to the concert and i'm not that familiar and i feel a little not out of place i'm like i'm easily distracted and uh, i probably needed an adderall um but i i'm like i'm trying to be present i'm trying to enjoy it and she's dancing and she's singing along and and there are these other women like it, it just seems like pockets of these women that know every fucking song and they're so fucking empowered you know it's like they are at lilith fair and (laughs) and it's like you know so they all have short hair but none of them are lesbians yes they've kissed a girl and you know but they are just all in it and then there's a dude behind and it's like I don't even really remember. Oh, yeah, I remember her. Yeah, I remember that album cover. I wanted to fuck her, you know? Like, But they weren't really into the music. But I was into the music. I was like, she was attractive, but I was into... I didn't know any of it. And, and, and I, and like, I, did, I don't know that I ruined it for Susie, but I don't think... I think she wanted it to be more of a shared experience. And, and I, like, I get into this point where it's like, I want to pull my phone out and I want to take photos and video and do it in a way that it'd be like, no, I see something different that not everyone is shooting. Like I'm not just picking up my phone and doing live streaming on Instagram, though I did that. You know, I, I don't post most of what I shoot, but then I get to a point where I feel like an idiot and I just put my phone away. You know, I'm like, I'm not present yeah. and I can't do this. Like right. I would almost rather be there taking photos like getting like moving around the venue and taking photos and not just of the band and the artist but like at one point early on in the show like there was someone that probably worked for her that handles her social media that was on the stage Mm -hmm. and it was just like here's this woman and uh she was a, a a a black woman and an african-american woman standing there and she was dressed really well like she was wearing like she didn't look like she was at a concert and she's just on the stage with you know shooting video and there was something about it that was sort of interesting to me like it was like she got this you know liz fair has this book that just came out here's this woman Mm -hmm. and it's like you know they're they're promoting her instagram and she's doing like a book tour and interviews and it's a whole different thing you know so i'm so distracted not by i'm like i want to be into the music and the whole thing but i'm so there's so much there are so many other things that are going on that i'm into you know so i just don't know how to be present i'm not sure how you'd be present there either no no not just there just anywhere in life (laughs) Like, I just don't know. Liz Fair or McDonald's. I'm no, I mean, I don't. 
either place. <laughs> Have you tried uh, the everything? What is it? The Infinity Burger, the Everything Burger, the the vegan burger. Have you tried the vegan burger? Are you talking about the Impossible Burger? Impossible. There you go. I know. Where like at, at Burger King? Is that where it's at? at burger is King? at Burger yeah. King. Have you tried it? Yeah, I when I was working on um, one of the shows, I think I was working on um, the HBO series. The plot against America, and it was late, late at night. I had only done about six or seven days on that show, mm-hmm. and um, I uh, I did get one. It was terrible. It wasn't very good. I've had a pl- plenty of Impossible Burgers, but I'm kind of over it. But uh, Dunkin' Donuts just launched a new product called the. It's you know Beyond Meat. So there are two big um, meat alternatives, like the 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 uh, plant based burger. Right. It's not like a bean burger, you right. know, like a traditional quinoa or bean burger. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you've got Impossible and the Beyond Meat meats, you know. And so I've had the Beyond Meat stuff. Whole Foods sells it. I've had the sausage. I've had, like, the burger. And uh, Dunkin' Donuts has the Beyond Breakfast Sandwich. So it's like a, a Beyond Meat s- uh, sausage. Mm-hmm. And you can put it on, whatever, an English muffin croissant whatever with like egg and cheese and so i walk into a dunkin donut the other day dunkin donuts i bring the guy andy whom i drive he wanted to get a nice tea so i drive up he's like you want anything i'm like no nah. and then i see this big sign on the window giant letters in green beyond meat sausage breakfast sandwich and I was like, I parked the man, and I walk in. I'm like, yeah, we wait on line forever. I get up to the front. I'm like, I'm going to have that thing. And they're like, mm, do we have that? They don't have it. It's all frozen. They don't have it. I'm like, every, there are signs all over the place. They have one giant LCD screen dedicated to Beyond Sausage you know, like breakfast sandwich. They're all wearing shirts that say Beyond Not Available. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I was like so angry. I was ready to write a letter to corporate. And then I realized how dumb that was. So when I dropped him off um, at the to dress a set for a location that day, I knew I had a lot of downtime. So I went to another Dunkin' Donuts and I got it there. It was okay. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Let's let Mr. Big Voice take us out. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we talk.